everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by HypeBot.com. Head over to HypeBot, get all of your music news over They're there. They're the best. Great people, great people. Yep. Um, so this week, we, we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants because I didn't know if I was going to be on jury duty today, and thankfully... Dodge that um, I got I got released yesterday, so um, we are here. We are here, but we didn't schedule any guests or have anything planned because we didn't know. So this is how we fly by the seat of our pants. We get on Skype. We chat for like 30 seconds beforehand and go, what's going on? So here's what we're going to do today, Jay. This is going to be an episode that's entirely, you need help with your online strategy. But it's one topic. We're not going to run through a whole bunch of them like we've done in the past. Um, and how, let me phrase this right. You need help with your online strategy if your release is being released in multiple territories around the world and there isn't a single person that's managing the entire release plan. What does that mean? that every one of those territories has a separate person managing the release just for their territory. And I know you can you can yeah. state this, I can state this, I'm sure many people can. That's where headaches come in. Big time headaches can can manifest themselves. Sure. When you have two territories, three territories, six territories, 12 territories, whatever your release is, and each one of those has a person responsible for the marketing plan and distribution only in their territory, and they don't right. talk to the rest of the territory. Yeah, it's it's pretty common, right? I mean, let's, it doesn't matter if you're indie. It doesn't matter if you're major indie, whether you're major. It doesn't matter. Th these issues happen. And what you're talking about is, let's say you're you're releasing – your album, EP, whatever it is, if you don't have kind of one central person that's coordinating project managing the entire um, globe and can see all the pieces, what happens is you may have someone who is making their own plans and probably is because each territory typically is responsible for their own P&L, their own profit and loss. So they're going to do what's best for their market that may not be what's best for the overall plan. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I sort of always look at it this way. The goal is to sell as many albums as possible. As simple as that. As many downloads, physicals, whatever it is, to sell as many as possible that first week and keep the momentum going. Sure, um, and expose that um, music to a broader audience as you move forward. Yeah, you know, I, less concern about, well, which territory is getting the sales, what format. We'll pay attention to all that, and we'll try and, and make sure everything is done to support everybody. But at the end of the day, you know, as an artist, you just want sales. That's it. You want sales. And, and as you said, each one of these territories – probably has a person who's responsible for putting together their marketing plan. And that's great. And you need to see what they all these territories are doing. But what happens is you're not leveraging all of the strengths together. Meaning simple things as like, you know, 
each territory creates their own teaser marketing promotional video. Well, why not create one video that works for every territory that drives the person to, in the past we had one of the guests, drives into a smart URL that takes the consumer to the appropriate country, whether it's in Amazon or iTunes, whatever you want, that works. Instead well, of let's having, talk about that instead for of a having Just... six different videos right. that are like, all right, let's go to the Amazon UK store here. Let's go to the iTunes South America store for here. Let's go to something in Asia for there. Right. Well, let's talk about that just for a quick second. For those that don't know, there are – you just mentioned smart URL. <laughs> There's also Linkfire. There's other places that they create one one link, and it's, it's geo-smart. So if you click on the link in a certain territory, it knows to take you to that Spotify, that Amazon, that Apple Music, whatever, Deezer, whatever the DSP or wherever you're driving traffic – you don't have to have a hundred different links where where you're posting, and and something you just touched on when when whenever you have separate markets creating a marketing plan or some that don't create a plan at all, I think that leads to confusion. I think the best campaigns that I've ever been associated with, there's one central marketing plan that incorporates the key markets, but then they can build off of that plan. So there's a central point of reference. We all know what the approved images are. We know what the, the IG track is. We know what the look and feel, the narrative, all of those things are consistent across all the territories. Then they can build on top of that. But to your point, if you've got separate territories who are kind of doing their own thing, I don't think that that is right for the overall uh, plan. Yeah, you know what 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 I want is I want one one person, one department that's responsible for marketing assets. That when as an artist you go, I need a promotional video, or I want a promotional photo meme to promote Spotify. You can get one made, and it works everywhere, rather than having to hit three different people and go, okay, I need one from you, I need one from you, and I need one from you. How do you post these? Well, now is every one of them a separate geo-targeted post? It, it, it becomes a very complicated rollout when you have all of this. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to do, right? I mean, just with a simple Dropbox or a Google uh, account, you can centralize a plan, a calendar, assets, all of these things, and get everybody together and say, okay, if you want an approved image, here is the file with the approved images, live in studio. If you want, you know, a secure SoundCloud link or a SongSpace link, or if if you want these things, we can centralize those things, right? I think my my car alarm is going off. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, no, you're 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 exactly right. It it you know you don't want to spend precious time in advance of your release making sure everybody knows what's going on chasing down assets coordinating this making sure you're not stepping on this person's toes making sure this person was looped in um, that's a waste that's a waste of your marketing time when it's like well did the u.s branch know what the uk branch is doing because what the uk branch is doing is pretty freaking cool but it would work great here Oh, no, you need to talk to the U.S. branch about that if you want to do it. Well, can we get all of your assets? 
well, let me see if I can find out where our assets were. And, you know, a lot of times it's like those assets, they they contract out somebody to do it. So they 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 get billed for it. So they're not as actually open to sharing it with somebody else because they paid for the creation of the video right. in the UK and now they're giving it to some other territory for free. Yeah. It has no cost. You know, I understand there's complications in, in, in companies that are international. But at the end of the day, that should not be a concern of you, the artist, when all you're trying to do is release something worldwide and do the best job possible to sell as right. many albums as possible. I think it would make a lot more sense if there were walls around each of these territories, <laughs> but there isn't. Well, that's somebody... how they picture it. That's how I, I swear. I sometimes and it's so crazy that way. It. It's like, yeah, you know, you're this not. This is for the UK not, market. You know, we're releasing it in the UK. This special promotion's only in the UK market, and therefore nobody around the world is going to be able to get it. What are you talking about? You know Everybody that 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 that's that's why, you know, the music industry went to a worldwide release every Friday, Friday yeah. because we always had those problems where the U.S. released it on a Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. but Australia released it the Friday before. It didn't work. Everybody found out that did not right. work. Yeah. So there are no walls there. Then, if you post some video, it's available worldwide. Everybody knows about it. And even if you sell something physically in your territory, I'm telling you, Amazon, it will end up on their Amazon marketplace. You know, that metadata goes to every territory, you know, um, then everybody globally sees it. There are no walls. There, there are no walls. And, and what you risk is, is confusion in the mind of your fans. They see an amazing, cool video. Agreed. It, it gets some hype. They want to go pre-order it. And it says, head over to Amazon Germany to pre-order. Yeah. They're like, okay, I guess this is only available in Germany. <laughs> so they go to Germany. Um, you know, they're in the U.S. They pre-order it from Germany. Thankfully, you can pretty much order Amazon stuff from whatever country. But... In case of iTunes, if something was only set up in iTunes Germany and you're in the iTunes US, it'll come up and say you're not permitted to purchase here. Yeah, and even even Amazon has stipulations. If you don't have a credit card based in that territory, it, you've got to it make it makes it it makes it yeah, just difficult like or impossible. Yeah, but yeah. even if you do, then you might end up paying an arm and a leg in shipping, mm -hmm. which doesn't make you very happy as a fan. I just ordered this CD, but Jesus, the shipping was as much as the CD. Mm -hmm. Can't tell you how many times I've I've seen fan comments talk about stuff like that. That's what happens when when there's no coordination and you're sending fans somewhere where they really don't need to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. if that same offer is available in the U.S., send them to the U.S. Or just make the offer known and let the fan go to their own local destination. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you that, you know, um, I had a position that was all international. 
and you learn some things. There are reason for stereotypes. Um, you know, Germany is very analytical and very buttoned up. The UK are they've always got their stuff together. There are a couple of territories that you know they show up late, they leave early. Yeah, we'll get to it. There are a couple of territories where they'll sit in front of you and you know, yes, we will definitely do this. This is a great plan, and then they won't do anything that you agreed upon. But I can tell you one thing that always helped with those international things is we would have bi-weekly calls and we would kind of have to break it up with the European countries since they're eight, nine hours ahead. You know, we would do, do those at one time and then the Australia, Japan, we would do it another time. But you would have these calls and you would have a marketing plan, a very high level marketing plan and say, look, here is the narrative. Here are the approved assets. Here's where we're going. If you want to create your own assets in your own territory, that's fine, but you need to build them from these pieces and get them approved through us. And just having those conversations made everything so much more smooth. And then everybody kind of worked more together. But whenever you have the situation where a territory is responsible for their own revenue um, and they don't really get any kind of benefit from somebody else's you know, failures or successes – um, I think that can lead to issues. There are companies that have each territory re totally responsible for their own P&L, and then there are other companies that say, no, you're not responsible for that. We're looking at it at a global uh, level. They're looking at it as global sales. Yeah, and I think that's how you, to your point earlier, I really think that that's the most successful way is to have that marketing plan, get out in front of it early, have the conversations. So, I mean, you and I both had situations where – Territories have set things up without, you know, checking with management or without checking with, you know, the label or the artist or checking with with without checking other territories. I mean, that that that's the challenge where it, it's it might be hard to believe for some people, but there are companies where territories don't actually even talk to their other territories. Absolutely, and and, and, yeah, that, and at the end of the day, that's. You know, your idea of having a bi-weekly marketing call is great, but when you have territories that have no interest in talking to the other territories, yeah, uh, it's just, it, you know, you, it, it's like it, it's like talking to a dog. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and not, there not, are nothing some gets, they're, they're all they're all they're and, all happy yeah. and everything, but nothing gets done at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just, you know, so that that's the challenge, and and. If you're in situations like that, you need to be able to step up and take that role of trying to bridge the gap between these territories. And you may not get them talking to each other, but maybe you can pull information out from all of them and then you can digest it and figure out what's going on. And right. you yourself can try and be the coordinator or pull what you need from it. Um but I think the key there is having those centralized, approved assets, plan, whether they use them or not, I think that's a great place to start. Um, and then you can go use that as your reference. Because if you don't have that, then of course, everybody's going to go off in their own direction because they don't have any other direction. Well, and, and part of the reason why you need to step up and do it on your own is they'll go off on their own direction anyway, and they're not going to tell anybody about it until you hear that something has been released or this photo was used or this bio was used and it wasn't 
approved. It wasn't the final. It wasn't might, correct. Might not even be correct. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's how you find out about it. So it's in your best interest to try and stay in some contact with each of these territories so you're not blindsided by something. Right. And if you deal with Spotify and if you deal with Deezer and if you deal with Apple, they're really good at syncing things up on a global level, especially Apple, um, because they have so many territories that they deal with. The only thing I would kind of warn people about is on the physical side, if you're doing vinyl, CDs, um, Amazon can be tricky because any territory can add it when they want to. Um, the other thing that a lot of people don't know about Amazon is if I go into Amazon and I see the new Accept album, I can take a scan of my CD and I can replace the artwork. There is a hierarchy there that they use, but it has happened. People can update the artwork on Amazon. So you need to, and you and I have talked about this before, you need to, when you release something, go into those different territories, look at it physically, digitally, make sure it's the right artwork and it's the right track listing and all of that. But I guess my point is about Amazon is that when it goes live on Amazon, sometimes there are certain territories that are known to go a little early. They break street date, but it's never isolated to that country. It spreads to all of the other because they're all linked together. The other thing that you need to realize is that the metadata um, comes through a company within uh, Alliance out of Florida. So if their metadata is wrong, that's going to populate incorrectly to all of the different territories. So check out your metadata, check out your covers. I used to have problems with one territory that constantly changed my album covers. <laughs> and they made, and they were crappier ones. And it's like, no, I want, you know, the Amazon has their specs. Here's the DPI, here's the size. And I would have to go in there, but the other territory overrode me. I would have to go through Vendor Central or go through Amazon, and it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of hassle, um, but yeah, you can have other territories kind of undermine what you're doing. Yeah, you know, I, as a fan, and I've encountered this with clients a couple times, one thing I remember about Amazon stuff is it seems like a lot of times it's Amazon UK or Amazon Germany. They'll <laughs> post the albums, like the full album, and have 30-second samples of the songs up there right away and they're not available anywhere else on any other platform anywhere. And you're like, oh, how the hell did they get 30 second samples and get them posted? And no, you know, it's not up on iTunes. There's no, nothing anywhere else. We don't even have them on our own website yet. Yeah. And yet they're, well, they have a samples. switch. Yeah, they have a switch on there, and, and I've seen this because, you know, I managed uh, Amazon Business for Warner Music Group for many years, and th there's an on-off switch where they can put something live and not have the audio uh, accompany it, and there are mistakes that are made. Sometimes you wonder if it's intentional on certain records, um, but it, it is definitely uh, maddening. It's maddening, yeah. I mean, I'm sure sometimes it's... Um well, I don't know, mistakes are intentional, but I'll know, you know, you go back there two days later and they've been turned off because obviously somebody complained, somebody found out about this and it was like, you can't be releasing this music yet. I mean, all we're doing, we're not even available for pre-order and you put up samples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen things go live. I don't want to pick on Amazon. I've seen it at, at other DSPs 
Um, but I had had uh, situations where Amazon went live with something prior to street date. And, you know, the great thing about Amazon is that you can shop in your underpants 24-7 and managers, artists, distribution companies, marketing people, everybody sees it. And, you know, you get the call that, hey, my thing is up or when it shouldn't be or it's something's incorrect, the, you know, album art or, you know, whatever. But that's all part of being um, a marketer, an artist, a manager. You, you can't leave any of this stuff to chance. One of the things that you and I talked about a while back, and, and I tell people all the time, when you have a CD that comes out, the first thing you should do when you get that CD is pop it in. What What's the metadata come? I mean, are it's the right versions, right tracks. You can't just assume anything is correct. Same with when it's on Spotify or when it's on Apple Music. Check other territories because sometimes there can be different versions in, in certain territories. You need to do it or have somebody that you trust do it it's got to be done. Otherwise, you're going to eventually have something that goes up that shouldn't be up, and you may not notice it for days, weeks, or months. You, you may not notice it until a fan posts a comment, <laughs> and, and right. then, then then you're like, oh, my God, how did that happen? Yeah. And, and you're right. It could be months, years later. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Some people forget about international or XUS or whatever you want to call it. But there's certain um, music outlets that are the same globally, and there, there are some that are different in every territory, and you need to do your homework. But you need to check that stuff. Check those – because also, I mean, if you look at your insights, whether it's you know Spotify or YouTube or, or Facebook, whatever insights you're looking at, they'll tell you where your fans are. And you may be surprised that you have a lot of fans in UK, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, wherever. You may not even know that. Um, so I guess the advice there would be make sure you check your insights. And if you don't know how to do that, you know, check with somebody who does and, or just Google it and learn how to do it, but find out where your fans are. And then that might kind of change your behavior on how you check these things when releases are out. Yeah. You know, I think what, you know, all of this comes down to when you're working with a label or distributor or whoever it might be, and there's they've got teams that is what this is you're working together as a team this is not you against them it's not them against you don't That's have that point. attitude you know you at the end of the day like i said at the beginning the show all you want to do is sell as many albums as possible it's a pretty simple goal you just want to sell a lot of music and you'll work together to do that so don't don't get you know, adversarial, don't butt heads over this, don't point fingers, try to work together with this team. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the common goal of selling music, having a great first week. That's what it is. I think that is such great advice. And I just want to kind of add an exclamation point to it. You may not be the one that's adversarial, Um, you and I have worked with, you know, maybe there's labels that are threatened by having another person there or a distribution company that doesn't want you involved or somebody at the management company who thinks that maybe you're not supplementing their job. You're actually trying to take it away. There's all sorts of reasons why somebody may be, uh, offended or, uh, adversarial towards you. You need to bridge those gaps. And to your point, it's gotta be a team play it's about sales, as you mentioned, and it's also about just growing your audience. 
and you can't do that by yourself and you can't do that with a lot of people running off in different directions, the best way to do that is to swallow your pride or get somebody to swallow their pride and say, look, we got to work together on this. You know, I'm not here to take your job away. You know, I want to supplement what you're doing. Yep. Let's do what's best for the band and the release and not what's best for us. You know, learn, learn to pick your battles. A lot of battles are not worth going to fight over. You know, is it worth a battle because somebody's got the wrong photo meme? No, that's not worth a battle because, listen, when you pick these battles and you get into these big fights, um, there might be some bruised egos on the other side that are now holding grudges. Yeah. You know, save save yeah. that battle for something that's really, really important. Otherwise, yeah. you're in this together, um, you know, don't. But don't sit back and just assume that the team that's with your label or your distributor has got their act together. Don't assume. You just can't assume anything because it's your career, it's your release, and you can only release at one time. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is your only career. They're managing 20 careers. You've got the big name on the front. They've got the little logo on the back. It's your name that's going to it's gonna live with whatever happens forever. Yeah. So, yeah. you know... Get somebody involved in your team that is going to contact everybody, is going to try and rope all of this information together and weed through it and figure out what's happening. Don't don't just blindly trust that, oh yeah, this person at the label in 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 Brazil is gonna take care of it all for me. Not yeah. not not the case, because remember, they're working other artists too. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of contraction in the business now. There's a, these record companies, distribution companies, management companies, they used to have a lot more people. Yeah. And because the revenue has been decreased, you know, going from physical to download to streaming, there's less revenue in, in a lot of regards. And so there's less people. And some of those people love to have your help and their team players and others are going to be a little bit defensive, uh, worried about their jobs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good discussion. Yeah. Good yeah, discussion. Good chat. Week. Yep. All right. That's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We're out of here for another week. Take care, everybody.